now, tell me about your father. City Councilling on 95BFM, our weekly chat with the good people of Auckland Council. Submissions have just recently opened for the Auckland Unitary Plan, a new set of routes, rules and guidelines for construction in Auckland. This can see wide ability for more dense housing to be put in areas closer to the city centre and near public transport. To learn more, I spoke to Councillor City. I spoke to Councillor Shane Henderson for our regular city councilling segment. We also later spoke about getting young folks involved in local elections. However, I first asked him to run over what the new unitary plan entails. So the government um, put out a package of housing reform, uh, which we've been working on our response to as a council in the sort of last six months to a year. Um, And just really, really briefly, the housing reform package means more housing closer to the central city, closer to rapid transit bus and train stations as well, Uh, basically trying to plan our city a little better. Um, Now, Auckland Council have put out a proposal uh, and, you know, that's been voted on and now we're asking the public, what do they think? And I'd sort of encourage people to take a blank piece of paper view, really. Uh, Where do you want the housing to go? How do you want your city to look like in the next 30, 50 years plus? How could this actually change the city over those years? What changes could we be seeing if this plan goes through? Yeah, so the changes could potentially be immense over time. So um, council uh, doesn't sort of, doesn't really build housing itself. It's more enables housing through its planning rules. So it says, hey, look, developers, hey, look, someone that wants to buy a house, you can put on a three-storey um, house on the section, whereas previously it was a single zone, which was one storey. Uh, that's kind of the change that we're talking about here. So over the decades, you're going to see gradually more and more housing being put built where council have enabled that through their planning rules. Um, so ultimately, uh, more housing around town centres um, and, as I said, transport locations and jobs and study. Are there any aspects of this plan that are going ahead that are making sure that this housing is affordable for New Zealanders? Yeah, I think the argument is more of an indirect one. So if you're looking at housing affordability, in my view personally, one of the best things we can do is actually build more houses. Um, You increase the supply, uh, there's going to be more supply out there for people to then buy, uh, which will hold prices down. And I would say that that works, uh, particularly in terms of land prices. When you're looking at putting more housing on a section, that land price is going to be cheaper for the developer and therefore cheaper for the person buying the house as well. Um, But also, I don't want to lose sight of the fact that rents are a big issue for a lot of people as well. Um, Again, if we're supplying enough housing, then there's every chance that rents will be held down uh, more than they might have been. What sort of spaces are these new houses planning to be put into? Are they going to be replacing old houses? Are they going to be replacing any heritage homes? And if so, have you been receiving any backlash from character groups about what you are doing to the look of Auckland in their view? Yeah, that's where the rubber meets the road, right, is the um, character coalition um, situations, I'd say. So um, the special character zone areas, which I'll just briefly explain, uh, council have uh, heritage homes, which are, you know, uh, provably old, shall we say. And then around those, previous councils have put in special character zones, which are saying, look, the character of a neighbourhood is such that you don't want to enable housing above one storey in that neighbourhood. And they can be small or they can be entire suburbs. Now, how the city has developed through its history is that a lot of these older suburbs are actually in the best places to build houses. 
So they're in the central city uh, where there is rapid transit bus services, closer to jobs, uh, closer to study. Um, so my personal view is that we should take a more liberal approach and enable more housing so that we can get young people and young families living where they want to live and a better you know, housing planning situation and also keeping the climate emissions down through transport. Um, but to answer your question directly, there has been some backlash from other groups that say, look, we should be protecting more of these special character zones than council are currently doing. And council's proposal is kind of in the middle of those two views. Um, so that's kind of where it's all at. And if you're looking at submitting, which I'd really encourage you to do so, I would say think about how you want your central city to look. Uh, do you want more housing close to the jobs? Do you think that the housing itself could have kind of like an in-between form, if that makes sense? Much of it is people just genuinely being like frustrated with the loss of aesthetics, which as kind of like, that may seem shallow, but it's true. There is an aesthetic to Auckland right now that people don't want to lose. Is the design of these new buildings being having that in mind to make sure that they are interesting houses to look at and people can look at them and be like, these are homes that people can live in and love people in and work in and all of these different things, whilst also allowing for the high density homes that we need right now? Yeah, I think that's a really fair point. Um, I've always wanted this housing discussion to be focused more on design um, and beautifying the city and also kind of the natural environment, which doesn't get talked about a lot either. It's become this kind of pitched battle between character groups on one side, um, essentially me, um, and a lot of uh, particularly, I think, younger Aucklanders uh, on the other side. Um, and really, I'd like to be talking about how we can enable beautiful homes and keep the sort of character and facades that people you know, want to live in aesthetically, while also not cutting down that supply, which is so crucial when we're in a housing crisis, when we've got homeless issues, when we've got all sorts of things and we need to build those houses. The local elections is also coming up in a few weeks. I was wondering what the council is currently doing to make sure that young voters were getting involved as continuous conversations have been going on about how easy it is for them to get involved and if the motivation is really there right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'd say anyone listening, if you can please vote in your local elections, it's crucially important. And in my personal view, I think as important as central government because you see the results of your local council every single day. Um, but what the council's doing about it, look, it's, um, it's a tough one, but I think ballot access is one of the major issues here. Um, previous elections, we've had a postal ballot uh, situation where you've got to find a post box, you know, and we still have that, but also the ballot access is expand, expanding into libraries and also expanding into um, certain supermarkets as well. You can post your vote, voting papers there. So the easier it is to vote, I think you're actually empowering young people um, and actually empowering marginalised groups as well to get out there and have their say. Um, and, you know, the other thing I'll just add about this, for young people, the stakes are higher than for older people, you know, frankly. We've got to live with the city that we've built now uh, into our future for a lot longer. So actually, I would really, really encourage young people, check out your library, your supermarket, or if you can find a post box, then do it there. We definitely see a lot of attention go towards general election a lot. <laughs> we definitely see the general elections get a lot more attention than local elections. Why do you think this is, and do you think that this discrepancy is fair or not, considering the power that local elections can hold over individual citizens? 
Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a discrepancy. Um, and I would say that really it's it's kind of not fair that central government is the marquee election, really, when, as you say, the local government elections have so much power over the future of a city. Um, explaining that, you know, I think there's a few different explanations, but the one that immediately jumps to mind is that in, in a central government election, you have sort of a really clear sense of where the candidates are in terms of their values and how they would represent you in office. Now, for us, it's a little bit harder to kind of um, dig into whether someone is, for example, left-wing or right-wing or, or somewhere somewhere else, I suppose. Um, how do you have the values that you hold? It's very hard to select candidates that have your values uh, at heart because you don't necessarily have all the information. And this is kind of despite these voter booklets that come out uh, as well. So that's a challenge, and I think it's a challenge for our local democracy um, and candidates like me as well. Is there any way that young people can directly learn about and perhaps even like talk to the local councillors to learn their policies and understand who they are voting for? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a, a bunch of different candidate surveys out there at the moment. Um, one of the more comprehensive ones um, is on policy.nz. That's got a lot of details on um, the, the stances of candidates on various hot-button issues like climate and transport and housing and all the big stuff. Um, the other thing I would say is that feel free to reach out. Um, all of our numbers and emails are available, so do get in touch if you've got specific questions that you you might be concerned about one specific thing and, and want a candidate stance on that. That's cool, man. I'd be really happy to hear from anyone myself personally. That was Councillor Shane Henderson chatting about getting youth involved into local elections and the new Auckland Unitary Plan. You can share your thoughts on the plan by making a submission at the Auckland Council's website. Have you tried mindfulness? Try mindfulness. City Councilling on 95BFM.